every Christmas Eve, my brother would go to bed at half past six. He would say goodnight right in the middle of Skim Sum. And my mom and I would be looking at him like, oh. and then? The only reason why he's doing it is because he wants Christmas to come sooner. He is 27, my guy. 27. The combination meal. Inspired by seven colors, there's something for everyone. Nando's. Fire it up. Cliffcentral.com. Welcome, welcome, welcome again. 12 December. Guys, I just like, I ran here today. I had the most hectic day of my life. But then again, it's not December. December is a feeling. It's not a month. So you should be running around everywhere. If a Tuesday feels like a Thursday, it's mostly because you're listening to our show. But I mean, you know, other than that, it's just a feeling. And other people get the feeling because I'm never alone. Let me switch all your guys' mics on. Thank you. I need to feel relevant. Gregor <laughs> Sexy, how you doing? Ah, uh, dude, I'm feeling quite good. Even though I did wake up at 1am typing up thesis crap stuff. But you know, I just want to say to everyone, there's a, there's a quote that I got today. Someone posted something on social media. They said, a big shout out to all the black parents that can feed, take their kids to school and buy them Christmas clothes with a salary of less than 2,500 rand. Guys, big ups. Big ups. Salutes. Yes, how am I feeling? How am I doing? I don't know, I can see if, from your face. I mean, you're always, you're always bubbly. Like, you're always like. If I like, were any better, I'd be a billionaire. <laughs> Okay, just to put it into perspective for you guys. This like, is why I need you in my life. <laughs> Do you see why we need those parents who have two and a half thousand? You know, you'd be donating to them. Yeah, I feel exactly. Like, I feel like I'm just like in constant poverty, like twenty four seven. Like, let's quit lying. No, I don't know. Like, I don't like. Maybe I'm just really hard on myself. You know, I just. I don't know, it's December, but I haven't, it hasn't hit me yet. Guys, it still feels like July. I tweeted about it this weekend and I said, yes. Right? I even, I even agreed with you. It feels like July does not feel like a December. And someone actually said that it's because we've grown. You know, we're not kids anymore. And so these kind of things don't really excite us as they would have. Maybe not. It depends. You know what the issue is now, right? So back in the day, December was great because, you know, you had so much fun. You could do whatever. You could go out drinking, etc. Right now, whether it's December or not, those, those David orders go off. Eh? They run. No, they run. They don't ask you, what's he? Hey, listen, uh, <clears throat> do you mind if I go into your account? No, you just wake up. Dude, and you know, hours are bad, hey? <laughs> and I, so, so I think, I think maybe it is, maybe it is just the maturity. I won't say growing older, I'll just say the maturing, you know? I'll be kind about these yeah. things. Yeah. But anyway, so I think, I think one of the reasons why I'm feeling a little down. So, you know me, I'm always, I'm always on the Twitter streets and mm. over the weekend, I might have tweeted something, you know, one or two things that were really, really stupid or not. It usually happens about once a month when I get dragged on Twitter. So it's fine. Just, it's a humbling experience and it brings it back to ground zero. But, what I want to do today, right? So I got this really, really sick clip that I, that I, that I found on the interweb. And I want you guys to listen to it. I'm just hoping that the audio will be cool. I want you guys to listen to this and, and, and tell me if you can relate. Yeah? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can I go for it? Go for it. So I'm just going to pause it there because I need you guys to visualize. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this is in America. Um, this guy looks like a PET. What was it? Physical education. What was that thing called? Yeah, Physical PT. training. Yeah. PT. Yeah. So it's the PT teacher, right? Mm-hmm. And and it looks like he's in a he's in a normal Model C high school, right? All right. Yeah. And then he has all these students lining up, right? And he says, "Listen, we're gonna we're gonna run a race, mm. and if you win the race, you get a hundred dollars, right? Yeah. Right. I'm just setting the mood. Before I say go, I'm gonna make a couple statements. 
If those statements apply to you, I want you to take two steps forward. If those statements don't apply to you, I want you to stay right where you're at. Take two steps forward if both of your parents are still married. Take two steps forward if you grew up with a father figure in the home. Take two steps forward if you had access to a private education. Take two steps forward if you had access to a free tutor growing up. Take two steps forward if you've never had to worry about your cell phone being shut off. Take two steps forward if you've never had to help mom or dad with the bills. Take two steps forward if it wasn't because of your athletic ability, you don't have to pay for college. Take two steps forward if you never wondered where your next meal was going to come from. I want you guys up here in the front just to turn around and look. Every statement I've made has nothing to do with anything any of you have done. Has nothing to do with decisions you've made. Everything I've said has nothing to do with what you've done. We all know these people up here have a better opportunity to win this hundred dollars. Does that mean these people back here can't race? No. We would be foolish to not realize we've been given more opportunity. We don't want to recognize that we've been given a head start. But the reality is we have. Now. And I was going to cut it there. Um, Greg, what did you think of that clip? Yeah, that's quite deep. Eh? I've listened to that. You know, everyone has some kind of struggle. So that is quite a deep clip. And yeah, <laughs> you know, it always gets to me. So I'm emotional now. <laughs> Don't cry, boo. No. Candice, what do you think of it? Um, I think that um, we always speak about privilege. But this actually sort of illustrates it to you and makes it seem real. So it's sort of a um, an immediate example where you can see, okay, Sharp, you know what? Yeah, this is it. These are the realities that we're facing. You know what I like about it is exactly what you said, right? So we always talk about this privilege thing, but yeah. I've always found it so difficult to explain what it is, you know? And this is probably like the best illustration I've ever seen of what privilege is, right? Absolutely. Now, us sitting here, bunch of clever duckies, right? Yeah. We, we, we more or less understand what uh, the common struggles that we have are, all right? But it gets a little... It gets a little deeper when it transcends to more than just black and white or which suburb you now live into, right? Yeah. So in South Africa, we're, we're this, 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 these multi layers of social issues that we're going through. So one, right, it's either you're black or white, right? You treat it differently, right? That's it. Two is uh, classist, right? Mm. The class division. Mm. So for the mere fact that I speak in broken English, because I'm from the hood and my first languages I speak are Zulu, Sutu, Spedi, Swati, Tswana, whatever. Shangan. And then, you know, the, the eighth or ninth language that I speak is English. Because, the, because I speak in a broken manner, we call it inverted commas, broken English. 
I'm treated a certain way, mm-hmm. right? And I think we've all done this, whether consciously or subconsciously, right? But one one that I wanted to highlight on our show today, and it's because, you know, I want to get a deeper understanding because I actually realized my own ignorance as a South African Zulu man. I've, I've genuinely understood my own, I'll say, it's, it's ignorance mixed with a lot of arrogance um, and just not knowing any better. There's a third level now where it becomes about who you are as a person in terms of your sexuality, right? And how you identify with the world. Mm. Deep. Mm. I, I, I'm literally trying to be as politically correct as mm. I can right as you now. Possibly but, can be. But, but, but what about, what about, we're about to break it down and I want to be very, very unpolitically, unpolitically correct because I want to learn. Yeah. Right. And I need you guys to really, to really school me. So to start things off, right? We've given the intro. We're going to have two guests today, right? But we're going to jump straight into the first guest, right? And I want Craig to give us a bit of a breakdown of who this guy is and why he's in our studio. Yo. Ah, uh, all right, all right, all right. Guys, today we have the pleasure of having Jason Sobekwak in our studio. A, a very young and upcoming bright uh, 25 clever black. He just recently graduated in his honors in finance from UJ. Hey. You know, black excellence. You know what I mean? You know? Hey. Um, he's young. He's fresh. He's queer just like me. So that means he's gay just like me. Hey. <laughs> hey. So we paint the town pink together. You I've do. known. Yeah, actually. I've known Jason for a number of years. He's bright. He's smart. And he's got a very beautiful smile. Not that I'm hitting on him, guys. Yeah, just, <laughs> of course. You <laughs> Jason, my man, how you doing? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? I'm alright, man. Listen, come close to the mic. You're never too close. Um, first things first. How's your December been? We're almost halfway in. Um, it's been pretty relaxed, actually. I mean, I just um finished my honors, so um, you know, just chilling at home, doing nothing really. <laughs> uh, it's been really cool. Well, it's been so nice being an academic. Yeah? Um, I think so. <laughs> this is this is why when, when Craig walks in here and he's like, "Oh my gosh, guys," I was like, "I've been like one a.m. like tipping a dissertation." I'm like, "I don't sympathize." because oh, you know it's you hard chose work. you chose that life, dog. <laughs> but it's, it's me, fair. I was like, "Honors done." I'm out of here. I'm making money. Mm. Only you busy out here, busy we're with Ariel. We out here. Ariel. Never stops. It never ends. Does it, it never ends. Uh-uh. <laughs> All right, cool. So listen up, guys. So, so um, I want to paint a bit of a backdrop, right? So usually with myself, okay, and uh, I want to start where this started, right? Um, over the weekend, I might have tweeted one or two things that i did not realize how insensitive they were and for the mere fact that consciously i didn't understand it freaked me the flip out because usually like you know i'm, I'm an educated black man I, I understand what's right and wrong mm. but clearly there's there's an area of gray where things can get very 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 misty you know and you're not quite sure whether you're coming or going yeah so i just i just want to know in general right and you guys can choose who wants to start. I want to know in general what 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 besides ignorant lesichos that just speak off the hip and talk whatever they want. What are the typical day to day challenges of being a gay man in South Africa in 2017? All right, I think that uh, it all stems from childhood. We're all different, and like you said earlier, that uh, we all face different uh, challenges as human beings. Uh, being an individual. That likes other people of the same sex is actually uh, quite interesting. Right now, quite interestingly enough, 
can be seen as more advantageous than more disadvantageous. This is also another weird twist that I just want to bring to you. Yes, obviously you deal with a lot of stereotypes. You deal with a lot of people uh, that are that discriminate you, that f- do not feel necessarily comfortable because you're not. They don't feel comfortable with who you are. The fact that you are not straight, you don't necessarily belong in the general world. But it actually has some a lot, a lot of amazing perks. Uh, for example, we were hardworking people. Uh, we are always fabulous. We're always on time <laughs> and we dress to kill and we work out. We take care of ourselves. It's Absolutely. better than your straight people. <laughs> I will, I will, I will admit, um, nine times out of ten, if, if, if you're gonna like meet up with a gay guy, right? He has a point. Either he's in better shape than you, he works harder than you, he's better groomed than you, and has more money than you, has more money than you, drives a better car than you. <laughs> And then, and then when yeah. you're walking around Like holding Candace's hand Candace's just sitting there going Oh my gosh Oh I wish you were straight I wish So cute <laughs> <laughs> Break where you at <laughs> Not available Not in this street dude Okay okay So 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 Jason would you agree Are there anything else You want to add on What are the typical uh, Typical challenges I think maybe to just add on One of the biggest challenges For, for me personally Is the fact that A lot of um Heterosexual men Discount the fact that You actually are still a man mm. I don't think they see you They don't recognize you mm. As a man Absolutely. And so a lot of the times They just You know Discredit that mm. Can I just say something About that Right Because here's my thing About So I'm, I'm, I'm not violent at all Right Yeah and you know you'll go to clubs or whatever, and you'll see these guys, or especially in the hood, right? I was in the hood, I don't know, maybe like a month back, and there were these guys taunting um, a gay guy, you know. But there was, I don't know what terminology, but he was, you know, he was dressed like as a girl or whatever, and heels and everything. And he he worked out, he was fit. And you know these guys, typical guys in the hood, big pot belly, whatever, you know, big mouth. And he says something, and this guy was just turning around and walk straight to him. And he knew he was like, no, listen, it's about to get real now. Yeah, yeah, and you're right about that because I don't know what it is with us straight guys. We we almost forget because, long story short, Craig is pissed off now. He can throw me straight through the window. I mean, I suppose he could. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not, it's not, it's not. We think that these things are very, very possible. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, um, I don't know. Like a lot of people would look at me and they would be like, "Uh, "This is Jason," and be really excited about it. but then they're like, I don't know, some, I, just to make an example, like maybe even scared of touching me because they're like, are you going to break? Are you fragile? And I'm like, well, I'm still a guy. You know what I mean? Um, that's the biggest challenge, I think. I, you know, just to add on that, I think, um, you know, when you, when you, the word gay anymore is not or homosexual is quite, uh, fluid these days. Yeah. You know, we have our own terms and standards of what gay actually means within our own community. So that means that we also, with, even though we're segregated, we still segregate each other, yes. which makes it even worse. For an example, um, I have been labeled a term as a, um, Jim Bunny. You know, that's a typical gay man who goes to the gym and cares a lot about his aesthetics. I did not know that. I'm telling you, fam. <laughs> fam. I, I would have to disagree with that, really. I thought that's like an all-rounder term. Me no, too. Niti, niti. I, mean, I can actually Google. No. I, I can go onto Urban Dictionary right now, and that's what I'll find. No, no, no. Actually, there's there's Jim Bunnies. There's a Cassie Queen. You know, yeah. so those are very dramatic, uh, loud gays. And I mean, that's their part of their personality. Those are the ones that are usually discriminated against because they are more effeminate than, uh, would say, for example, comparing Jason and me. You know, they'll be more affectionate, they'll be more effeminate, you know, they would have those, their kind of challenges. And they're typically found in the cassie. So my thing is, right, because here's yeah. the thing, Candice, um, 
once we go into you know this world because i do believe you if, if you were to google it but the thing is a lot of this stuff is informal yeah. you know you, you can't you can't read it on a text Absolutely. Yeah. you just it's, it's it's a vibe fam like if i come to you and like yo friday is a vibe it's not like you're gonna google it and you're gonna find the answer <laughs> yeah. but look at a fight but but that's why it gets tricky though because myself and candace and i agree with you 100 percent. i've been calling myself a gym bunny for years because i thought gym bunny was just like guys that worked out like a, right? like a lot but whew, school done. Uh, school, dude. School. school. Yeah, I mean, and there are different kinds of terminology that exist within our own community, which can be a lot of fun. For example, yeah. a very feminine uh, gay person can be called an auntie. That's a gossipy gay. You know, I mean that. And, <laughs> wow, <laughs> sweet. I, I mean, you understand what I'm saying? These are things that are within our community that actually happen on a day-to-day basis. You know. Okay. You know. So. I want to tell you now, for this conversation, we're not going to get too technical, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I, literally, this needs to be like a yeah. a school you on this type of stuff, you know, one-on-one for dummies. Yeah. It's got to be all that thing. Ever since I started working, right, and, and you guys need to explain this to me, the hardest working people in any industry that I've ever come across, that I've worked with, has always been gay guys. Um, you know, I'm moving to a, I've moved to a new division. I'm moving to another division um, next year. And the guys told me, like, listen, if you were to compile a dream team of guys that you'd work with, who and I, you know, who would you pick? And I literally said to the guy, like, I'd, I'd pick gay guys. And he was like, why? Well, I was like, there is no one that works harder than a gay guy in Joburg in 2017. Mm. And it's everywhere because I mean, from university straight through to corporates, wherever I go in media, those guys work. They work incredibly, but why? What what is the dynamic? I think um, a lot of gay guys are very pressured to perform, not just in their careers, but in society in general. So they work super hard to try and you know get that stamp of approval from whoever is interested, whoever is you know talking about them. Um, we used to have the saying in, in in varsity in my first and second year. We used to laugh about it and we used to say, um, you know, gay people. Um, in, in schools, um, work hard when everyone else, you know, um, taunts them and everyone else teases them and stuff like that. So yeah. that pressure from, you know, where you come from, from where you grew up, from which school you attended, just sort of, you, you know, you, you have that pressure to sort of work hard to prove yourself so that, you know, a lot of the, the accomplishments that you have are what is talked about more than your sexuality, if that makes sense. Crazy. Would, um, would you then say that, it's almost a form of overcompensating, you know? So it's the thing of saying that, listen, um, you can taunt me as much as you like, but, but at the hey. end of the day, my marks are better than yours. Yes. At the end of the day, I'm getting a promotion, you're yes. not. So is, is it, would you call it that? Is it overcompensating, correct? It's, it's absolutely overcompensating for that. But also just to add on that, and I 100% agree with Jason, is that one of our biggest fears, especially when you're from a black gay community or I mean like a black family you really honestly fear because we've got very strong christian backgrounds you know mm. you really fear Absolutely. that they're going to write you mm. off and yes. that, that has always been the driving factor to say the day that they do i'm ready i'm ready wow God. it's that deep and yeah. it's not just me it's just it's literally everyone's you know fear and i mean i i, I can imagine especially in black families because you're right there's a the, the, the very strong christian religious Factor, right? But then also there's, there's, there's a cultural element. I can imagine growing, I mean, if you were to grow up in a Zulu household, I mean, 
Yeah. I mean, you watched that movie in Leva, which trended for days. I mean, I'm Kosa, you know. Yeah, yeah you know. <laughs> That's very applicable. That was exactly what, uh, you know, they were trying to push with that movie to say, you know what, uh, not everything is as it seems. Yes. You know, beyond the culture, beyond the family backgrounds, beyond anything else, it is quite hectic. It is still a reality that people are different. Sexuality is quite fluid right now. Actually, that's why I use the word fluidity because people now do whatever they want. Candace right now could move on to a chick. We don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And I've been like everyone's like always asking me because I've Way been single for like the longest time. So everyone's like always like Candace, like are you sure? <laughs> like are you sure like, you're not like queer or anything? Um, yeah, I'm not. But if I were, I'd totally be into it. Just saying. <laughs> so, so I know that. Um, so speaking of this, and I'm glad. So, 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 so Candace is a comment from a listener, right? That um, whew, I just read, but you know, just read it out, Candice. Let's just, let's just drop a bit of a bombshell. Go okay, so Leva um, says what? So she just takes me. She's like, what? Now gay people are better looking and more hardworking than straight people, or always good looking, or are always good looking and hardworking? What nonsense! This is just a new stereotype. Ah, no, no, no. Actually, it has been, girl, it's been there for a very, very long time. <laughs> we've always why been, you, you know. Why are you in your feelings, Greg? Why, uh, why you know, you they'll just suck the We've always had this. We've always had this. But like, uh, it, it, it is somehow a bit of a stereotype, but it's like everyone is becoming the same in the gay community. We're trying too hard to overcompensate. We're trying too hard. We're working too hard. We're pushing too hard. And it's not a matter of trying to flex or anything. It's just how we protect ourselves. You know, it's, Jason, what do you think to that comment? Um, I think that um, the comment from the listener is a bit of a blanket statement. We're not saying that everyone who's gay. Yeah, and is, I think that's sort of how it came across, yeah, maybe, and maybe yeah. that's how she interpreted it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I think maybe just to, you know, um, explain. I think it's a lot of. Okay, let's just say most gay people are very good looking. Um, oh, absolutely. Let's, let's not just dis- let's not discredit that. Let's oh, not discredit that. Um, but um, what we're saying is not everyone is, um, and we're saying that a lot of gay people just really feel under pressure to work hard, and that's why a lot of them do. Um, we're not saying that everyone. Yeah, not everyone. Gay yeah. Everyone is, is overcompensating. Yeah. I mean, just to give you a funny example, you've never seen a gay burger, have you? Have you seen? Sure. You know when no. you when you say it like that, when you put it like that, no, um, yeah, okay. It? No, Good that point. is actually quite profound. <laughs> That's true. Yes. We, yeah, we, we make hard. it work. We make it work. We're here wow. To work. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so, so 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 from what I'm hearing, right, is is um this oh, this is such so mind interesting because there's definitely a lot of overcompet. So does that mean that you don't? It's not about passion, it's not about what you love, it's not about, you know what I'm saying? Mm. So the key driver to all of this then, which is quite scary to me, is fear. Which is what we spoke about last week. So does this mean that, you know, to be gay in South Africa, in Joburg in 2017, is a constant feeling of fear on a day-to-day basis? I think yes and no. And and I think that... um Sadly, it depends on where you find yourself um, in, in, in the country. I mean, in Joburg, um, where we are right now, metropolitan, very cool, um, you know, everything's easy. You don't feel that much under pressure. But a lot of people, when they go to, for instance, the Eastern Cape or KZN, mm. the pressure sort of escalates. Mm. So um, there's a there's fear. The element of fear exists, but it's different depending on the geographical sort of location you find yourself in within South Africa. Would you attach that fear to uh, maybe... Um 
people being ignorant. So yeah. obviously in areas that are, let's say, Eastern Cape, little small ignorance villages, people and, are and ignorant. Cultural concentration. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Cultural concentration, makes a ton of sense. Thank religion. You. Yes. Uh, so, you know, I absolutely would agree with you that it, un- unfortunately it is the case that the more learned you are, the more educated you are, the more safer, inverted commas, I'm putting this, you yeah. actually become. Gotcha. You know, you will not find someone in Santon when you're rocking up there with your milk attacking you because you're queer. Oh, absolutely. No, no one is interested in that. I'm so glad you said educate and you said inverted commas, right? Because right now I'm going to play a bit of a scenario, okay? And I want you guys to, to, to work this journey with me. So um, I want to play a song right now, right? So it's from Sam Smith's new album. I want you guys to listen to it and listen to all the lyrics, okay? And then what we're going to do is we're going to unpack this track. And I want you to tell me, where did I go wrong? Because according to, you know, man, like whew, twit, twit, like Black Twitter was not Twitter. my friend the Sunday. <laughs> uh, so listen to this and tell me what you think. Sing for me, Sam. Holy Father, we need to talk. I have a secret that I can keep. I'm not the boy that you thought you wanted. Please don't get angry. Have faith in me. Say I shouldn't be here, but I can't give up his touch. It is him I love It is him Don't you try and tell me That God doesn't care for us It is him I love It is him I Decisions. I block out the news, turn my back on religion Don't have no degree, I'm someone naive I made it, it's from my home But lately that shit ain't been getting me higher I lift up my head and the world is on fire There's dread in my heart and fear in my bones and I just don't know what to say Maybe I pray, pray. So if you don't know what that is, I don't know which rock you've been living under. But welcome to 2017. So right now, right, we're listening to Pray, right? And the very first song that we listened to was Him, which is a very interesting dynamic because, I mean, like Craig, you said, I mean, the thing about being gay, there's, 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 there's all of this... There's a religion bias, right? That almost oppresses you to a certain extent. And then on the other hand, we have, we have Samuel. That's why I love this album so much. Cause on one side, he's saying, listen, everybody prays to the same God. Um, whether you're atheist, whatever the case may be, when things go wrong, you always pray. And then, but before that, he says, listen, I don't care what you say about God or religion or whatever the case may be. I know that he loves me, but there's no doubt that I love him. Mm. Now, obviously, we all know that. I mean, we all know that Sam Sam is gay. I mean, he came out with his first with his first album. So, 
with these type of dynamics, right? Um, what does the song mean to you, Jason? Can you relate? Um, the 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 hymn song. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know what it means to me. Um, but it's it it's it's an amazing message for those people who want meaning. Um, within this situation, um, there's a lot of people who aren't, um, as confident or who aren't, you know, sure about their path in life or who haven't figured it out yet. And I think that if, if I was at that stage, it would mean a lot more to me. It's a beautiful song. Wow. Okay. So on my side, I've got, um, on Twitter, right? So if you guys want to comment on the show, um, or you want to say something or comment, it's hashtag culture drive, right? So hashtag urban culture drive. That's right. So hashtag urban culture drive. And then we'll, we'll just go through all your tweets. So the very first tweet that I have now is from Infinite67, which is actually a friend of mine that I know very well. Also I, gay guy. I know him too. Reggie. 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 What's up? It's a small world. So, I mean, so, so Reggie is saying, listen, um, Sam Smith, him, very intense track. You know, yes. and he says thank you to the whole crew. Um, so shout out to you, uh, uh, Reggie. I, I'm very interested. Candice, to you, what is what does the song mean to you? Um, I don't have any specific feeling towards the song. Um, pardon my ignorance on this, but I really just like the song. Aww. But I don't have. It doesn't. It doesn't. Um, Evoke any specific emotion. I definitely can't relate on the level that you guys uh, relate. I, um, but yeah, dope album. Yes. I'll tell you that. Oh, yes. Candice, that is so cute. Hey? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? That's like a good backup. Like, I don't know what's happening, but you know what? Screw everything. Let me just. Okay. But I think, uh, the mo- the saddest part about this track is the first, the last, in the first stanza where he talks, when he says, um, I am not that boy you thought you wanted. Him talking to God. Please don't get angry. Have faith in me. Mm-hmm. And that already tells me that that's how, in in general, gay people feel about themselves. You're already apologetic about yourself yes. from the onset. Yeah. You know, before you get, before you go to varsity, before you go to school, you already have to feel extreme amount of shame. Yeah. So you can imagine when you go to church, where you're indoctrinated with the same doctrine for 18 years. Then all of a sudden you come to varsity. Yes. You have to be confident. You have to be strong. Which is why I say it's a coping mechanism for us to work. Mm. Twice or three times as hard because it started from the onset. From the onset, you you almost have to go. You you have to go on like overdrive because your whole life people have been beating you backwards Absolutely. for being who you are before you've even like before you've even like spoken before you've said a word before you've done anything. You're already wrong. Absolutely, you're already guilty. Yeah. Essentially, being gay is being guilty until proven innocent. Yes. Long story yeah. short. And the only way to prove yourself innocent is if you make Candice pregnant or make some girl pregnant mm. and yes. then, you know, then that's where yeah. you're covering up. And then now you've proven that you're a man. Now you've proven that you're a man. And yeah. since we've touched on that, guys, there are so many people that live these apparent straight lives that are gay. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I mean, you guys probably know of a couple. Oh, we do. <laughs> I know of like married men with kids. Yeah. Perfect family home, but on the side. It's rough. The after nine kind of vibe. Yeah, the after yeah, nine, yeah. The kind of after nine <laughs> kind of vibe. That. Yeah. Yes. But I, like I said, for me, that is all about se- how sexuality has become so fluid in the new age. People are not necessarily stuck on, you know, you cannot yeah. like, 
Yeah. I, I absolutely get what you're saying. Mm, absolutely. So yeah. I think for me, people are on, they, they are consi- consistently evolving. We're changing all the time. However, it is absolutely wrong if you know very well that you love pork and you go for fish. Please. <laughs> Hashtag. Don't do that. Do not <laughs> get engaged <laughs> to a girl when you know you like pork. So, 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 so tell me something. But there's something there. Isn't yeah. there? Yeah, there is. There's there something is. there because this phenomenon is actually extremely popular. It You're is. seeing a lot and a lot of it uh, more and more often. And and what would you say? Do you think it's just typical pressure from the family that the guy just can't come out, so you might as well just keep it? Because I mean, that's a horrible life to live, it I is. think. It, it is, it is. But also remember, not. I'm going to go back to what Jay said, that not everyone is privileged enough to go and get... You know, come from a very good background. Not everyone is very supportive of you. Hundred percent. Imagine if you're not necessarily like educated or whatever, and then what happens is that you have to live the way that you were brought up. Yeah. You know. Okay, so so over the weekend, right? I was at gym, right? And I was listening. I was going through my playlist, and this song played, right? Him by Sam Smith. And then during the gym, I was like, you know, I was really feeling this track. So I went into Twitter, right? And I took a screenshot of me listening to, of, of 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 the song, and I said. Whew. Please like very gently school me And I said And I quote I'm straight But this song I fully resonate with Ellipsis It's pure poetry And I put like a big heart at the yeah. end And I honestly thought it was an innocent tweet You know like usually if I tweet something um, Controversial I do it on purpose But what scared me about this is that I tweet and I thought No it's fine you know No we know Mm. No, I was like, no, 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 I was like, you know, it's just, you know, it's just, it's just a tweet. And then this one girl, um, tweeted back, uh, Palesa, and she said, you know, she says, and I'm quoting, damn, comma, heterosexual guys can't even honestly enjoy a song without their mandatory no homo disclaimer. Ah, beautiful. And she, and listen, this, this Palesa, tweet, this, Palesa, girl, <laughs> her idol. Like, she's my idol. Listen, listen, Palesa, this is for you. And another one just for you. And another one just for you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you must tell that stupid listener to shut up with his ignorance. Yes. So, guys, tell me, where did I go wrong and where did Pelissa go right? And I want to start with Jason because honestly, the, th- the thing that scared me about, the, and that's why I didn't, t- I didn't even delete, mm. I didn't even delete it because I needed to understand where I went wrong. I think to answer that question, um, I, th- I think I'm going to answer it generally. I don't think it's where you went wrong, but it's where a lot of people go wrong. Mm. Um, they are ill-informed. A lot of people don't really have all the information. And that's probably the biggest, you know, the biggest pitfall, the fact that you are ill-informed. Um, I mean, you listen to a song and, and then you, you almost feel like you have to explain to everyone else that you're not homosexual. Um, is homosexuality a disease? That's the question. Um, so, so my counter question to you would be, why did you feel the need to, to say that? Let me break it down. So basically the song, right? The context is him speaking to God about being gay, right? Yeah. Yeah. So what I was trying to say is that, guys, I'm, I'm not gay, but like the song is like really. Why did you feel the need yes. to say that? No. You see the Do you think, part? did you think that people would immediately look at you and go, oh, he's, he's gay. gay. He listens yeah. to Sam Smith. Sam Smith. I, th- I think, especially this song particularly, because yeah. especially, especially when you say I resonate with something, right? Yeah. I it's res- a little deeper. I resonate with Casper because he's hood, yeah. right? Yeah. Or I resonate with Dallas because he's from the north, you yeah. know? So I can, re- 
but now when you say I resonate with the song talking about being gay, what does resonate mean in your context? Mm. Let's just unpack that. It's I understand it. It's my world. Mm. Um, I've walked in those footsteps. Okay. And I think that's I think that's that's you that's you being fair. I mean, um, let's not kill the straight guy. guy. I mean, <laughs> no, 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 no. You know, yeah, yeah don't no. kill me. But I really do want yeah. to learn because it scared me that yeah. I didn't understand what the yeah. issue. it really did. It it struck a chord with me because I thought, listen, listen, you're better than that. No, no, no. I think you know what it, it, I mean. The fact that you're asking yourself whether you did it, you know, you're doing the, it was a, it was a good gesture or whatnot. I felt like you needed to express an, a certain element of you just understanding. And that is actually in, in fact, yeah, in fact, it's actually quite positive for, from our side. The fact that we have, uh, allies from uh, the straight community, people who actually are getting out of their comfort zone and who feel very comfortable to express themselves irrespective mm. of whether someone is gay or straight or whether mm. the song means or whether, whatever the intention might be. The fact is they're appreciating that. And mm. that is what I find very beautiful. Yeah. Mm. Candace? I, I, I think that, um, it was basically like saying, and, and my example is a little crazy, but it's like saying, um, I'm not racist because I have black friends. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's Lucy, like making a disclaimer. It's yeah, like, it's my like, black friend Lucy. It's, it's just like fetching, like the yeah. disclaimer was unnecessary, I would say. I love Les to death. Yeah. <laughs> but I would have dragged him all the way from Gauteng to Western Cape had it you know, actually come across my timeline. But also, um, you are here to learn. We all learning from this. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would just get back to you on this. The fact that, um, I think the issue was with the fact that you, the connotation was, um, with listening to the song was immediately gay. There was a gay connotation and, um, it's really not who I am. So let me yeah. just point out that. But you the know song what? is the about gay people. Great, it's but, about but, but, two but, but, gay couples though. It is. Okay. I, I, I don't know. He's a gay artist. Okay. Let's just. Yeah, Cause here's my thing, right, yeah. guys? And, and I'm not defending. Please, like, the reason why, and I, and I specifically on Twitter, I didn't say, listen, I'm taking out of context. I didn't. Would you have said the same if we, if you were listening to Pray on the album? Would you have put out the description? No, I wouldn't. Because Pray is just about praying, okay. right? He's saying that no matter what happens, everyone prays. Whether yeah. you're atheist, everyone prays. Okay. On him, he's saying, listen, um, I love him. I'm, I'm a good person. Yeah. I do well, but I do love him. Regardless yeah. of all of that, I do love him. Yeah. You know? Okay. And, and that's why, like, I struggled to, to, cause there were lot, guys, there were like hundreds of comments of guys saying, listen, <laughs> like, that was so unnecessary. That yeah, was so that stupid. Was just... What are you doing? And I guess mm. this goes to show, I mean, Lestaho is a well-educated black man. Absolutely. And even in my subconscious, you know, I said something, Subconsciously that I didn't realize that I was hurting someone else. But for me, I would rather own up and say, listen, I'm sorry. Mm. I made a mistake. Teach me. Teach me. Teach me. Teach me. And I think that's, that's great. What you're doing Now obviously Black Twitter Is not going to teach you Because Black Twitter Is out here with they a knife And the hot guy They're going to drag you know, to drag me My But goodness. But but I, I, You know I I I You guys have You guys have schooled me today And And mm. um, I'm cool with that We're going to take this Definitely offline And I think The best place Where we should do it um, And tell me if this is a good idea So I mean We've got a couple of friends Right So I mean We're in Joburg We've got a couple of friends From Party on the Plot Yeah um, Happening out in Pretoria and I think what we're going to do is, um, this weekend, uh, hopefully everybody's free and everybody's available. I think we should go there and really have a powwow. 
with, with ah, yeah. we've got plenty of gay friends or whatever. I got a lot of gay friends, you got a lot of gay friends, whatever. Yeah. Um we'll get a couple of tickets, we'll go there and we'll just have a big hoorah and we'll really just thrash this thing out. What do you think? I think so. I'm in. I'm in. Anyway, we're I'm always up for a party. <laughs> for a go party. No, definitely. I'm excited <laughs> about that. So guys, you know, party on a plot, Ebb and Drive will, will be there and will be live and will be queer. We'll be us. large and in charge. Some some <laughs> I like that. And, and I definitely want it to be like a relaxing environment where people can, you know, just talk to each other just calmly, you know, and really get, cause we never get to do these things. Mm. And especially yeah. in like social settings. I don't know if you, if you understand me, Jason, yeah. like, um, us straight guys don't want to interact. Yeah, you know. Yes, yeah, they, you're right. They're very. Um, I think they're afraid of um social contamination. Yeah, 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 yeah. Social. Right. Oh, that is a beautiful. <laughs> you're right. Um, it's it's phrase. this whole thing. Sorry, of like um, I can handle gay guys, but can they not become yeah, touchy feely? Nice. Like, yes. why do they always have to touch you? Yeah. Yeah. Like. <laughs> Can someone explain that to me? Like, why? No, no, I think, you know what, um, I've had the same experience when I, I'm gonna say this again, I know Les hates it every time I say it. Oh, you're gonna tell us about all your degrees? Doing my masters. (laughs) At Res, there was one guy, he just absolutely did not like me. And once he got to know me, because all the other guys liked me, because you know, I'm crazy, I'm crazy, sexy, I mean. And you've got a master's degree, (laughs) I mean. Come on, come on. (laughs) You know what I mean? So then after that, he just got to know me, and now we're really good friends because i mean we've established that element of trust and mm-hmm. you know the, to know that you know we're we're different as human beings but we're all human beings at the end of the, the, the at the end of the day the struggle is the same Absolutely. what a wonderful world it would be if yeah. everyone just you know yeah so i actually yeah. so i actually i actually screen grabbed a really cool quote or whatever that i saw on twitter a couple of weeks back that has to do with this whole thing of gay guys straight guys not being able to to interact and it says in big bold letters homophobia right the fear that gay men mm. will treat you the this. way you, you treat, treat women. Yep. Yes. Yep. Yep. And, and I think there's yeah. a lot of truth in that. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. And I had, I got a lot of backlash for that because I put it at my, as my, um, my WhatsApp story yeah. and people were like, I, men mostly were yeah. like, I completely disagree. Mm. I think it's a lie. That's not why. This is not right. And you know what? It's, there's so much truth in that. There is, absolutely there is so, so much truth. Because as, as a straight guy, I can tell you now, it's very awkward, right? Because it's like, you know, if somebody is, you know, somebody is going to come and hit on you. And, and this happens to me a lot, by the way. I was telling Candace the other day, I was like, when I go out, I typically, do, I get hit on way more by gay guys than what I do by females. And even I'm still like a little, you know, like, how do you say no nicely, whatever. But it's all the same things that a Candace would go through if a random guy just goes hit on you. Candace now needs yeah. to think, how do I say no to you nicely? But like, you know, oh, it's exactly the same dynamic. Yeah. No, no, I can imagine that. I, I think because, uh, like I said, uh, right now it's actually technically a little bit more difficult to scan or to know per se who is gay now, who is straight. I mean, it's, it's really when, when it comes to the educated gays. You know, with the educated but, people. But, but what happened to the gay doll? I thought the gay doll was a real the thing. The gay was a real thing. But no, 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 but that is just no. Because right now, a, a person who works in construction, who plays rugby, could be a homosexual. Uh, you know, so right now you just never know. Yeah. And it's I think everyone just it's tricky. feels, yeah, it's tricky. Everyone feels comfortable who, with who they think is, you know, might be or might not be. But ultimately, at the end of the day, like I always say, I'm going to stem to that, that we're all different and it's quite fluid currently this day. So you can't just assume that someone is a little bit more cleaner than a typical straight man <laughs> that'd be interested or vice versa. It's That's all different. different. That's true. Yeah. So 
you know, even 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 as a even even as a straight guy, right? Um, if, and I keep saying, and I am so controversial about this, and tell me if you think. But the whole the whole the whole the whole statement that men are trash is such a real thing. It's such a real thing. And with that being said, I'm sorry, guys. Like guys are trash. Just like it's, it's a real thing. Like yeah. my friends, like wow. So with that being said, right, we're gonna jump into something pretty cool. Um, it's one of Craig's favorite games. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Break it down for us, homeboy. Okay, 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 guys. Um, men are trash. Gay people are trash. Straight people are also trash. But <laughs> straight people are just even more trashy. Yeah. Are we all trash then? Yeah, yeah, we're, we're all trash. trash. <laughs> the, these are five things that. Uh, gay people or lesbian people hate about you straight homeless hate straight about you hit us I want to know I want to know all about this alright okay the first thing please please no matter how excited you are about your friend do not hook us up you people have horrible taste (laughs) gay people please elaborate on this no 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 no. you've been Jace Jace do you mind I think maybe I think just because someone is gay doesn't necessarily mean that they'll be interested in they another are gay not guy. My type, please. We, yeah, we have types. <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay, number two. And this is for you, Candace. Do not call me Chomi. I am an educator. Please don't. When, when Do did not. I? What okay, is that? no, no, no. Don't. When did I call you Chomi in a situ- in a situation? Okay, where not in a situation. Obviously, in private. Yeah. I but, call everyone Chomi, by the way, not, and it's though. not even a word I use. That's for the other type of. You have been warned. Chomi, Candice, 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 you've been schooled. Take it, okay. learn, absorb it. Fine. Number three. Okay, this one is one of my favorite. When an ugly straight guy thinks we want them, guys, have you looked at me? Look at me. <laughs> look at yourself. Are you guys listening out again? There? <laughs> I mean, guys, just because I'm not about that life. Like, can we just like really, like really? You know what I mean. Fourth one, uh, and girls do this all Please the time. Please don't say this is about me again. My rip is okay, already no, 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 down the toilet. Okay, yeah. Fourth one is this. When gay, when girls come to us and say, Oh my gosh, I've never had a gay friend before. I hate Do they do it in that accent too? Oh my, like yeah, that they actually accent. do it in that accent. I, I resent that. Please, please. But wait, hold like on. I'm, I'm confused. What if she's never had a gay friend? Yeah. It's not our problem. What if it's, what if it's as, it's not our problem. It's not relevant. As honest as. It's not relevant. Just well, embrace just, the fact that. You know, I'm not your gay TV that you can plug in whenever you want to. Yes. I'm, I'm not there for entertainment. Oh, I hear you. I I'm hear not, you. you know, I'm not there for entertainment. Like, Got oh you. my gosh, you know. And I think it's supposed to the stereotype, right? There's always a stereotype that like gay guys are very flamboyant, very yeah. out very there, dramatic, and very dramatic. And a lot of guys I know like, aren't at all. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, no, not even. You know. Last but not least, okay. Ugh, Jace, you're gonna back me up on this one. When <laughs> a guy comes, you know, when you're chilling with your straight boys and everything's cool, we're brying, everything's lovely. Yeah. And one of them asks, like, so who's the chick and who's the guy when you're dating? <sighs> Guys, like, who's Bobby and who's Ken? We <laughs> are not, like, do you understand that these are two people? Yeah. They are two same sexed people. Two they men. Have, they have men. two penises and two backs. <laughs> it's, it's like, it's that. Yes. All right? So what we do with each other is absolutely none of your business. There's no man, there's no woman, there's just two guys. Okay? That's me. So, 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 right. so can I ask, and maybe you guys can, can school me again, but what if like, they generally just asking to be educated? Yeah. All right. Okay, fine. I will accept that. But however, guys, it is in the tone and in the setting. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think right. that, that speaks volumes. It speaks volumes. Yeah, I mean, yeah, right yeah, now, right. if you're genuinely asking, when you're really interested, you can tell. You know when someone is genuinely asking. Yeah. But when someone is just trying to be extra because they're, they're in front of you. their homies, yeah. I will cut you. <laughs> Quick. Quick. <laughs> <laughs> Craig works out, fam. This is not a game. <laughs> All right, guys. So listen. Uh, wow. Whew. 
I think I've been schooled today. Like this, whew, like I'm just trying to think now Thank back you. in my mind. Like, wow. Um, and I think I kind of understand where I went wrong. But like I said, we're going to take this thing offline, right? Yeah. On Saturday when we're all hanging out. Yeah. And, and I think there's an opportunity for everybody to be enlightened. I think there's this, um, I don't know where it comes from. There's this, um, this, 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 this persona, you know, that just because you are Jason or Craig and you've been to varsity and you're clever blacks and you've learned everything in a textbook or you're Lesejo that you know everything about everything, you know? Um, <laughs> yes, and, yes, and, yes, you, yes, and you, yes, will, yes, you will, you will, no, but you will trip up though. And sometimes you just need like a canvas just to like rope you in and be like, listen here. <laughs> You little Level imbe- up, boo. You know? <laughs> and, and for anyone that I think that I've, that I've offended, really, I, I truly apologize. I mean, I'm mm. just, I'm, I'm just not that type of Les a guy. Yes, so special. He apologized on radio. Where no, I, no. Where <laughs> <now>? <laughs> You know what? We're going to wrap this thing up real quick because right. clearly we've had a lot of fun for today. All right. So we're going to end it up the same way that we end up every single show, right? Absolutely. And, from from you guys, I think one sentence. Um, I want you to 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 tell me um, what are what's the one thing about? And I mean, the topic today is about being a gay man in Joburg in 2017, right? Yeah. What's the one nugget of knowledge that you can give to everyone? And Candice is coming to you too. All right. Okay. No, I definitely just want to say that. Uh, we just need to accept the fact that we have evolved and that sexuality is very fluid. We are all different, but we're all the same. We're human. Um, I would definitely say live and let live. Mm. I would say just embrace everything and um, ask as many questions as you can um, to learn and to absorb um, before judging. And you, Liz? Don't be an idiot like the of the Sunday and stupid <laughs> things like just. Um, but if you did, then apologize um, and know that you've you've you're human and you say something that you shouldn't have. Uh, no one's perfect, but be be willing to learn. And last but not least, come hang out with us on Saturday, oh, yeah. and we can have a and proper words. big big yeah. conversation, <laughs> and then we can like take this thing to the next level. Booyah. So from us to you all love uh say cheers guys. Cheers guys. Cheers bye. guys. Bye bye bye. Bye. Till next time. Cliffcentral.com.